Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Tough Love Terry. That's definitely not going to be the jingle that I use for my podcast. <laughs> but in any case, I am glad you are here and welcome to season four. I know it was just a small hiatus between season three and season four, but I needed to take a bit of a break away from social media, from having to produce content all the time, and it was just the right amount that I needed. So I'm super glad to be back and we are talking about all things creative. What you can expect in this season is also going to be some interviews with some friends of mine, as well as conversations around topics that involve body image, mindset, and the usual good stuff that impacts us on a daily basis. So once again, thank you for being here and I'll see you in the episode. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about the new membership site that I just launched. It's called the Beyond the Body membership site and it's for anybody who wants to uplevel their life in regards to body image, mindset, and creativity. You can find out more about it on my website at terryhoffer.com and just click the Beyond the Body membership sign up. You don't have to sign up for it to learn about it, but if you decide to, it's only $8 a month and there will be consistent content in the form of blog posts by me, videos from me, as well as some audio clips of me reading excerpts from my favorite books, in addition to podcasts that do not get published on here. So basically, you are going to get a lot of content that's going to help create a space for intentional learning and up-leveling and helping you become the person that you want to be. All right, so again, that is at terryhoffer.com and just click the link that says Beyond the Body Membership Registration. Thanks, and I'll see you in the episode. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to be back and doing the podcast um, things are changing a lot in my life right now and writing and speaking and being able to have all these outlets to express myself. I'm incredibly fortunate, um, to have that and to have an audience that is interested in listening makes it that much better. Um, sometimes I can't believe that this is the life that I've created for myself, but then I have to remember that it wasn't easy to get here. And there was a lot of, um, and there still is, I shouldn't say there, there was a lot of pushback. There still is. And what I want to talk about today is kind of that, like what going through changes can feel like as somebody that loves to go through changes, even though it is counterintuitive to our society. And I was just standing, um, standing at my window watching the rain. And so I guess sometimes that makes my brain do things. So I was thinking about this idea of like, if we only have one life, for the most part, I mean, if you believe in reincarnation, we come back and that's awesome. But like, right now, this is the life that I have why wouldn't I want to try to do as many things as I possibly can? You know, like I felt so 
broken or like something was wrong with me because I was Terry two years and I was always changing my mind about what I wanted to do and do the things that I wanted to do and now I find this exciting over here instead of what I used to find exciting and I just kind of follow that and I used to think that something was wrong with me and to be fair I still sometimes question myself on that I've come a long way than you know I used to feel really bad but now I recognize it's just who I am but I still get a lot of pushback from people and a good example of that is right now I'm obviously in the midst of letting my studio go. A year ago when I said it, it didn't seem as terrifying. But now that I'm literally having to clear it out by the end of this month, because I'm gone for the month of August, uh, it's very real. And this, this idea of change is actually very exciting for me. And like, why wouldn't I want to open myself up to all the possibility that the world has to offer me. But what I've noticed is I keep getting messages from people um, on Instagram or just in person. And when they're like, okay, so like, what are you doing next? Like, why are you getting rid of the studio? What do you have that's better than this? And it was really, um, it's been really eye-opening. It's like, people think you can't make a change unless there's something better for you. Like, and so for me to say, like, I don't actually know what's next. Like, all I know is that I'm kind of following my intuition and I'm loving writing right now. I'm loving speaking right now. I'm loving educating right now. And that's kind of where I'm feeling drawn to. But I don't really have a specific plan or course of action. Um, I just know what feels good and I'm trying to follow that. It's almost like people think like, well, like you should have a you should have a better plan than the plan that you've been following, right? And I, I'm like, no, I don't actually know. And sometimes people be like, well, are you moving to a different studio? Like, are you, um, you're gonna, you're still gonna do this though, right? Like, it's baffling for people to think that I'm just stopping doing something the way that I always did it. <laughs> and at first, uh, I've. I kind of like fell back into like, oh, maybe I am making the wrong decision. Maybe I do have a good thing going here. Maybe I just haven't practiced being grateful enough for what I have or the work that I do. And then I remember it was that gaslighting of myself that caused me to burn out in 2018. And we don't do that anymore. Like, I don't know about you, but the world, the whole world itself is kind of uh, a hot mess right now. I mean, maybe it always has been, but we just didn't really have as much knowledge of it, right? I think that's part of it. Um, but I do think there's a lot of like, quote unquote, waking up that's happening right now. And there's a lot of things that are terrible about the world. So why wouldn't I follow the things that bring me bliss, that bring me joy, that bring me peace? And now I do have to say I have an immense amount of privilege to be able to choose that route. I mean, I'm a white woman living in Canada. You know, the cards are pretty much stacked in my favor for the most part. But it still is a difficult decision to decide to step away from the way things have always been done. And that, I think, it, it is that phrase itself that I think is going to be the downfall of humanity, essentially. The people that are 
grasping so strongly to the way things have always been is the way that they should always be are the people that are going to cause the downfall of humanity because the thing is the world is changing and it requires us to change with it or else things like the pandemic happen right and so yeah so anyway so I was thinking about this idea of change and like just this idea that why would I limit myself to all the human experiences I could possibly have simply because that's what society tells me like I don't know about you but if I was offered like this big buffet of like different ice creams you know when you go to like Baskin Robbins or if you've ever been to Italy and they have like all the gelatos like they have so many and they're so beautiful to look at and you're just like oh there's so much here. And like every day in Italy, I would go back and I would try like two new flavors, two new flavors, uh, just because I had the opportunity to do so. And so I think life is kind of like that. Like if I have this whole smorgasbord of things that I could potentially do and still have a similar impact, like I think the main thing is staying focused on why I do the things that I do, then I I want to open myself to, up to all the different ways that I can do all those things, right? That I can achieve that same outcome. And so instead of, you know, settling for soft vanilla ice cream every time, which is what I thought I had to do, I can take a chance and say like, why not try a little bit of a hazelnut and pistachio? Why not try a little bit of cherries and brandy? You know, like switch it up a little bit and try different things. But a big part of the pushback is that our brains and our society and our desire to fit in very much relies on us following a set of unspoken rules. And one of those rules is you have one career and you enjoy it. Even if you don't enjoy it, it does the thing you need it to do, which is provide for your family. Well, listen, I don't have kids. I have a very independent husband. You know, I can do essentially whatever I want to do. I'm not really responsible for anybody other than myself and like my friends and my community and so on. And I think one of the best ways for me to show up for those people in my life, the people that I want to support and care about, is by showing up in my most authentic form. And my most authentic form is Terry two years or Terry decides that this no longer is fulfilling and goes on to find something else that is fulfilling. And to some people that looks flighty or, you know, like I don't take things seriously or... I'm just trying to think of all the labels people used to throw at me like and probably still do like to somebody that loves a good structure and loves consistency. Awesome. Power to them to do that. I probably look like a kite in the wind that has had the string snapped. <laughs> right? Like they're like, where is she going? And like, oh my God, that's terrifying. <laughs> but here's the thing is. What's terrifying to me is the thought of doing the same thing the same way for the rest of my life. That feels the same to me as somebody that looks at me and thinks that how I live my life is terrifying. And that's okay. The thing is the world needs, as my husband calls it, we need baseload power and we need peak power. 
he's he's baseload power he has this he's had the same job for like 15 or 16 years and i've changed jobs you know all the time or careers all the time because i work my way up and it's no longer enjoyable so why would i stay in something that's no longer enjoyable for me the gift that i bring to the world is to show people that you can change tracks you if you don't like the way your life is going you can change it you are the captain of your own ship so to speak and so he's base load power and i'm peak power <laughs> i'm the the solar the wind you can't tame me kind of power <laughs> and i think that's a wonderful way for me to kind of lean into this person that i want to be so anytime so now going forward Whenever somebody says to me, like, I just had a few people on Instagram be like, okay, so like you're having your sale. So it's really final that you're going to be leaving your studio. Um, so how are you feeling about it? And like, honestly, I'm ridiculously excited. In fact, while I'm a little sad, of course, like you grow attached to things. Do you know how excited I am to not have to pay $2,200 a month in rent for something that I only use like, you know, eight times a month now that I travel so much or that like I feel bad. Here's the thing. I always think of it this way. It's like that room or that space has so much beautiful energy. And I remember the first time I saw it that my, when I first saw my studio, it was like, it's like it said to me, I'm here for you, right? Like it had this beautiful energy, like, come on, we're going to make magic here. And then at some point in the last like two years, it just became a space. That magic has moved on to something else and to a different space maybe, or to just a different energy. Like in, this is how I feel sitting in my office right now recording this. Like this is my new space where this room is like, Yes, we're going to create magic here. And now that room, I feel sad. Like my studio, I feel sad because there's a space that wants to be available to have an impact on the world, perhaps. And there's an energy there that it wants to do that. But I'm no longer the person to do that for it. So the best thing I can do is release that space back into the world so somebody else can come along and create their version of magic with that space. That's what that space deserves. Does that make sense? I know that sounds like really wooey, wooey, hooey, hooey, but like, I just think everything has energy. And I think at some point, that's what happens. Like once, once I'm no longer using it the way it's meant to be used, it's time to gift it or let it go so somebody else can come along and use it and do um, and do it justice, right? And there's no sense, it's like an ex-boyfriend. Like, you don't wanna stay with somebody just so they don't go with somebody else. That's rude, right? Like, they also deserve happiness. They also deserve love and like to, to up-level their own lives. So does this space. It did what it meant, was meant to do with me. Our alchemy made and changed hundreds if not thousands of lives babies were initiated <laughs> like we literally had somebody go into labor in the space we had babies come into that space we had uh you know stretch marks and scars and stories and tears and memories and beautiful things happen in that space our alchemy together my that space and myself our time 
was spent there. And now it's time to move forward to something new. And what the something else is, I don't know yet. I just know that my instincts are saying it's time to let it go because it's no longer the magic it used to be, number one. And number two, you have to free yourself up for whatever. I, I don't know what is next. I don't know if it's going to be better. It may, it may feel in the moment like a terrible idea. It may seem like a terrible choice, but I have to trust that what my instincts are telling me is right. Because if I don't do that, then what is the point? If I don't trust myself, what is the point? Right. And one of the things that I talk about a lot when I talk about becoming authentic or leaning into your authenticity or, you know, learning to love yourself again and self-love is trust and not just trusting your body, but trusting yourself that you know what is best for you. And that is literally the only way we can stand in integrity. Right. Which is something I'm really working through right now and learning about is this idea that you're not going to please everyone, but you need to get clear on what you stand for, why you stand for it. And if you can figure that out, then you will be unwavering in the face of change. I don't need people to understand why I'm letting go of my studio. I don't need to make it for it to make sense to them. I don't need for my trust in my intu intuition to make sense to anybody else aside from myself. Right. And so the reason why I want to talk about that on this podcast, especially as the first one as part of season four, is because I think a lot of us and maybe I'm wrong, but I think a lot of us are being faced with alignment right now. Are the things in the life we used to leave live? Sorry. Is it really in alignment with who we truly know ourselves to be or who we want to become? I know for me, the pandemic like really shook things up for me as it did for most people. And uh, in the terms, I was lucky that I, I escaped it unscathed in the form of, you know, too many side effects. And not everyone was so lucky. And that's really unfortunate. But for me, it allowed me to look at why was I hustling? Like, uh, here, here's the thing. I realized I really, 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 really attach myself to my identities. I think a lot of us do. It makes it easier for our brain to like kind of know where we fit and da 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 and what we're going to do with our lives and so on. And one of those identities for me was this idea that I was an overachiever. I always have been always achieving things. I mean, it's in my top five Clifton strengths and it has been forever. And not to say that I don't like achieving now or craving achievements or things like that. It's just changed why I want to achieve things. Before I did it because I thought that's what would get me approval. I thought that people would look at me and like me more. I thought, well, if I have the studio, then people will like me. Oh, if I achieve this milestone, then, then people will like me. If I you know, get this certification, then people will like me. If I do this, then people will like me. Never once stopping to ask myself, okay, but do I like who I've become in this process? And the, and probably the reason I didn't ask that question is because I knew the answer. 
no, I didn't like who I was becoming. I was becoming very uh, narrow focused. I was becoming very um, stressed out. And when you're stressed out, you have nothing to give to anyone else. I was becoming very preachy and not very teachy. Uh, I was, yeah, it just, it wasn't actually in alignment with who I thought I wanted to be. And so that's why we talk about strengths becoming kind of our weaknesses. It's like the things that we're naturally good at or we grow to be good at. They can work against us if we're using them only to serve our egos. And so I had to face a lot of this stuff during the pandemic and even the last year and even the month I took off from social media was literally for that purpose. I needed to know that I was still a valuable human despite not connecting and getting validation from the internet. And yeah, it's just fascinating, like all these changes happening and how it can impact and shake up these identities we have for ourselves. I had to ask myself questions. Who am I if I'm not productive? Who am I if I'm not achieving? Who am I if I'm not Terry Hofford Instagram, um, you know, person that gets a lot of comments or compliments or likes or whatever? Who am I if nobody knows me? And those are really hard questions to ask. But they were really important questions for me to ask because I needed to know and and the problem was I was drowning out my own voice with the voice of social media, with the voices of other people, with the voices of my peers and my colleagues and the people I look up to. Instead of just looking at myself and saying like, who are you? Just like, who are you as a soul? Not who are you as an identity, if that makes sense. And are you willing to change? Are you willing to be someone different if that's what the world requires of you? So these are just some questions that I had to ask myself. And I realize now I'm kind of rambling on this topic, but I just like, I don't know, you know, looking at the rain, it makes me think about stuff. And so I figured I would share that with you. <laughs> All right. Well, that is it for now. I want you to think about this in your own life. It, just take a few seconds and stop and ask yourself, am I willing or what would I be willing to change if the world required it of me? What would it, what am I afraid of losing in my identity if I was to follow my actual intuition as opposed to what I think I'm supposed to do? And who am I when nobody else is looking? What is my, where does my integrity lie? What are the things I'm not budging on? Not because I have to, but because I know that's what is right for me. I think that's the thing, right? Is recognizing like, what are the things you will fight for time and time again? Not because you feel you have to, because the social media is watching, not because people are watching you, but because you know that this is right for you. All right, that's it. That's your homework. Go figure that stuff out and then let me know what you think. Uh, if you found any benefit in this, feel free to share the podcast with your friends. Um, the share link is on Spotify, of course. You can share it that way or just tell people about it. If you have any questions, you can write to me at hello at terryhoffer.com. Uh, and again, just a reminder, if you want more of this kind of more personal, topical, no, not topical, the opposite of topical, the 
what is the opposite of topical inner more more in-depth stuff from me uh, i did create the beyond the body membership site uh, for this specific reason, uh, when there's a bit of a wall between myself and um, the rest of the world, I feel a bit safer in sharing what I call the soupier bits of myself. And so if you are into that, if you want to learn more about that, it's $8 a month and it's, in my opinion, totally worth it. All the stuff I used to share on social media, on Instagram, is basically now that's taken over by the platform. Uh, mostly because I was thinking about it guys and if instagram went away all my writing would be gone like do you ever go log into your myspace account no probably not and all your hard-working quote-unquote coding went away and so i was thinking about that i have all this beautiful writing on there and it could go away and not by my choice so i want to start curating my writing somewhere where i have a bit more control and right now that can be found at terryhoffer.com forward slash beyond hyphen the hyphen body hyphen members hyphen sign hyphen up. <laughs> all right. Uh, that will be also linked in the show notes. So in case you did not get all that, it will be there. But thank you so much for joining me and welcome back to the podcast. I can't wait to see what kind of shenanigans we get into this season. All right, talk to you soon. Bye.